1: QB Power Hour. Today, we're going to be talking about simplifying expense management with File, which has a tie-in uh, of, a, of a nifty story about the top 100 that we were just talking about. They last year, I believe, yeah, last year, sent out a little congratulatory thing to the to the top 100, and they had the int- the most interesting. Thing right, I mean, a lot, lot of, lot of companies will just like send you stuff like swag or cookies or you know things like that. But but they sent out this thing called an Eva bot, and it was very, it was unique in that it was basically a chat bot that started to learn some things about you, and then you know the little gift or swag that that sent was was tailored to you. So that was a really neat, a neat way to, you know, to, to to do that, and. You know, which meant like you, you got something that you, that interested you. Right. And I I got a little Wi-Fi plug. Right. Because I'm all about gadgets and, and coffee. Right. Because I need my coffee. (laughs) Uh, What did, what did you get? uh,
2: I'm not (laughs) going to say now. I got some, I got some whiskey glass. (laughs) Oh,
1: okay. um,
2: That's a lovely
1: sheet of red you're wearing now.
2: (laughs) Well, it was really cool though, and that's where I first learned about File and I loved it because it was tailored to us. It asked you about your interests and what kind of things you are. Like because they people always send coffee and stuff. And I'm not a coffee drinker. So my husband always gives the gifts. So File, you guys were fabulous because I loved it because I don't have to give my gifts away. You know, because it asks, you know, what what do you like and what are your interests? And then it tailored the gift to you and you get to a couple of things. Cause I got, I got the whiskey glasses and something else. So I thought that was really cool that you get something that's a surprise based on your interest. Yeah. And it's tailored to what you like. So I thought that was really cool. And I didn't have to give my gift away because it's not, it wasn't <laughs> it was tailored to my life. Right. So I, I thought that was so, great. And that's when I first investigated file because of that gift yeah, and I, I thought it was. It was
1: fabulous, yeah, so at Orlando, I just happened to be standing at the coffee line, you know and and Bikram from file is standing just happened to be standing next to me, and because of that
2: tie in I
1: was like i i knew i I recognized file, I was like, oh, you're the guys with this really awesome way to you know congratulate us as a as a top one hundred, and so i he's he's standing there. and and telling me about, you know, what, because I'm like, what is file, right? And he's showing me, you know, right there in the, in, in the line. So, you know, from then that just kind of born conversation and, and we're really glad to have have having folks at file joining us today, because for what you offer, it's really, it's, it's, it's an out of the box type of thing. I, I don't think there's any, anything that, kind of compares i mean maybe there is i mean there's just so many different options but it's it's really unique you know some of the some of the things that that file actually does for simplifying the expense management so michelle let's let's kick off the the power hour with some housekeeping and introductions
2: welcome everybody my name is michelle long i'm a cpa with the nb entrepreneurship owner of launch for success been a speaker for intuit for Ember. And um, author of five different books. Check those out. And uh, that's enough about me. Go ahead.
1: Dan. All right. My name is Dan Witt. Dan, owner of Dan Witt, worked that into it for nearly 18 years. Co-hosting today as well as the co-hosting duties over at the workshop Wednesdays. Which file joined us for for several several webinars over at the the workshop, and there is a link in the in the slides today. To, to be able to review those if you need more more information over at com. And joining us is Nilesh. Uh, go ahead and uh, introduce yourself.
3: Hey, everyone. So I'm Nilesh. I meet partner marketing and demand generation at File. I've been there in the business, SaaS business for about like 11, 12 years now, selling to the US audiences. And yeah, I'm mostly been in SaaS marketing all my life. All
1: right. Well, thanks for joining us today, Nilesh. Look forward uh, to hearing what, uh, what we have to to discuss about expense management. So a little d- details about the QB Power Hour. It's every other Tuesday at noon Eastern. They aren't eligible for CPE credit, but as you, as, as Michelle pointed out, they are eligible for the top 100 ProSpyzer application. So do keep track of those. You can always look on the website for upcoming events. We have, we're going to be talking about QB Commerce next time and uh, we'll be having uh, some practice protect joining us as well in july to talk about this fc ftc deadline that's looming june, june 9th three days well yeah let's talk about that for uh, or what that means and then the pdf of the slides recordings the podcasts other resources we have that at com slash resources a little bit of a The housekeeping if you have specific questions about about what the topic that we're talking about today please put them in the q a because that will certainly help us especially with a follow-up if we do need to follow up if we can't answer it you know live in the in the webinar today please put that in the q a if you have comments about anything that we're talking about just kind of side comments that would be a good use for in the in the chat but so Please put questions about what we're talking about in the QA so that we can properly address them. And then, of course, there's links there for that, for the handouts as well as the webinar archive. So today we're going to, here's our, our agenda today. We'll talk about credit card reconciliation and some of those challenges that, that are, that are, that we're faced with in, in QuickBooks with, we come, coming with that, that, that kind of comes with that the cost that's associated with that and what solutions are out there and what to look for in an expense management solution when it comes to that point of like okay quickbooks does so much but i need more than that uh, and then we'll talk a, a little bit specifically about file and leswill we'll do a demo for us which is which is pheno- pretty phenomenal so and though if you want to, let's talk about the the, the need for for credit card Reconciliation. But let's let's kick it off there.
3: Scott. Thank you so much, Danny and Michelle, for having me here. So I mean, this should be self-explanatory for most people on here, but just to set the ball roll, get the ball rolling. The main reason that you need a credit card reconciliation is because at the end of your closing books time, you want to make sure that all your card expenses are accounted for and compliant with your credit card statement. You want to eliminate any fraud, error, any duplicate expenses, and obviously you want to keep track of your employee spending. Point on a lower side, and as you keep scaling your business, it really boils down to how you want to control your spend, how you control, want to set up your budget based on your expense data. A lot of our customers and partners one way they use expense data is to figure out where are they spending the most, and as you scale your business that becomes a key part of your reconciliation process. So the need for credit card reconciliation is majorly there. I mean, I would say 80% people use it for audit and tax purposes and for oversight. But as you keep scaling, you would realize that it's a much larger use case where you are actually managing your company budgets and figuring out how to actually you know, manage your spend better, maybe even reduce spend.
1: Now, have you seen that? You know, so it it just makes makes sense, right? I mean, I mean, we're kind of like preaching to the choir when it comes to, you know, accounts and bookkeeping professionals. That you know, yeah, we need to we need to make sure that what we're what we're spending. Are you seeing that it's been a shift from, you know, from you know the way that people pay for expenses, right? Like the writing of checks versus you know, electronic funds transfers or or, or credit cards. Have we have you seen that in File as far as the 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 shift of how how business or how business expenses are, are handling are, are being handled?
3: Yes. So see i I mean I've been there for almost three years at File now. And when we started we used to get a lot more customers who were talking about reimbursable expenses and cash expenses. They used to spend in cash or they used to spend by their own card and get a receipt, and they were getting reimbursed for that. From there to now, where people are accepting more and more to corporate cards, or let's say, a company-provided credit card or even the personal credit card to make those expenses so that your reimbursement expenses keep reducing. So that come, you know at the end of your closing book cycle, you're just mapping statements. You're not figuring out how much do you need to pay that employee at the end of the cycle. So we are definitely seeing that shift I mean, and you can see the same shift in the industry as well. A lot of the, and we'll talk about it later, a lot of the solutions out there have started issuing their own cards. Which means people are more and more shifting to that. Got it.
1: Let's let's kick off with our first poll here. Normally we ask, you know, what what kind of QuickBooks are you using? So we're just throwing a curve here. What's the biggest challenge that you face when it comes to expense management? Is it... You know, in QuickBooks, is it the broken bank feeds or the connect, you know, disconnecting the, the bank feeds? Is it collecting receipts from users or is it the manual coding or maybe it's, maybe it's something else. Michelle, we, we were kind of having a discussion, you know, I think last week where, you know, we're, we were talking about how in the, in the certification course material, the recommended setup for when you're, when you're dealing with corporate credit cards and, and those types of where you have one account and then, you know, multiple card holders of that, there's, there's been a, there's been a, a change in the suggestion, right? What well, uh, was, what was that with, with the certification course material?
2: Right. And that's dealing where you have, you know, one card and then you have multiple card holders where you've got the parent accounts and then you have like each employee has their own card. And you're trying to track, you know, how much did Dan charge? How much did the lunch charge? So you can keep track of each card, but yet you have the one main account. And so you're trying to keep track of each person and their individual card. But you've got the parent account. And so you're setting each one up separately. And then, you know, that's where sometimes things aren't, you know, working quite properly. And so you're reconciling the parent account but you're downloading it to each individual account. And so sometimes things don't work right. And sometimes, you know, it, it just can cause problems. And that's where things kind of get messy. And that's where Naletch was saying, hey, we don't have to worry about this. Life. So that's where I sort of like, oh my gosh, fabulous when I was learning about theirs.
1: And Casey is agreeing. The, the barking that you hear is
2: <laughs>
1: Michelle's dog. So, yes, it's live. We can't, edit well, maybe we'll edit that out post production. But this is kind of like how the how it looks for most organizations, right? You know, there's never a straight line. You know, from the Thank time you. that you know the employee spends to the time that you're you're manually rem- reminding. You know, uh, talk a little bit about this Nalash, about what, what this yeah. what this convoluted slide means.
3: Yeah, so internally, like, you know, when we discuss about this, like, internally, you know, this problem that you're trying to solve, we call it a lost GPS tracker. Right. It's, it's just lost its way in going in circles and circles, and all of a sudden you're like, can I go into the lake next? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, this is how it looks. And more, I mean, the biggest problem, like, you know, if you look at the poll, a lot of people agree that... Two of the biggest problems is broken bank feeds and chasing employees for receipts. And then you obviously have the manual coding of entries into the software because most solutions either don't have a very good two-way integration, or you are or something gets broken while you are trying to fill in the entries. And then when it comes to this, the receipt itself, I mean, how many of us have you know lost receipts? or just forbidden about them. And, you know, I mean, I have had receipts which got washed in my denims. <laughs>
1: right. Oh, so, yeah. I or their they're, they're thermal, they're thermal paper and you put it on the yeah. dash, and now it's all black. Right?
3: Yeah. So, yeah. And like, and at the end of the month, all the account, I mean, the finance team has a real hard time when the accountants have to go through the detailed credit card statements matching line items. And you are checking line items for, you know, either duplicates or errors or sort of inactivities because at the end of the day, you don't want the audit coming back to you. So that and then, you know, the accounting system itself, you know, you spend a ton of time coding, importing, exporting data into your accounting system. And what all, these, what all this boils down to is that you waste hours and hours of productive time on manual efforts, which could be, you know, shifted to, a lot more critical client advisory services or other, other services that you provide to your clients.
1: All right. Like you have to wait, you know, for that transaction to even post sometimes before you actually can, you know, that's the, the, the starting gate actually opens for the, the transaction actually to, to show up. And when we had Ted Callahan a couple weeks ago, or maybe a month or so ago, um, that was one of the things that, that he kind of mentioned is that you know having real time access to to the data, you know, it is it, it, as, as as close to real time as you can get, is going to make businesses more, a lot more nimble, and and you know those accountants and bookkeepers that are providing you know some kind of advisory service, they'll they'll be able to you know read the tea leaves a lot faster and and be able to to make changes faster than uh, than waiting for month end or, you know, the close of the statement, you know, to, to make sure that everything is, is, is reconciled. So well, let's go ahead and launch our second poll. Go ahead.
2: No, go ahead and launch the poll.
1: Yeah, so how much time would you say that it, it takes you to manually reconcile business credit cards, you know, 50% of your time, you know, with all that, you know, the, all that stuff in the prior, you know, how much time is that, is that equating Equities to you, but go ahead, Michelle.
2: Well, I was just going to say, over and above, you know, the accounting side of things, on the tax side of things, so many tax professionals say, you know, I don't want to be responsible. You know, I'm not the IRS enforcement person who, you know, is looking for these receipts. You know, they don't want to be responsible for ensuring that the client is maintaining their receipt. You know, they don't want to be, you know, chasing the clients to get the receipts and all this stuff, you know, so. I love, you know, how file ensures that we get those receipts by reminding the client. And I, I don't want to steal the luscious thunder with what's coming up, you know, but the ability to get those quickly and easily just takes a huge burden off of fact professional's shoulders by getting those quickly and easily.
1: We're kind of giving an idea of, of what, how much time, how much time this, this, this equates to you. It looks like we have about 80% of those folks responded. Let me go ahead and share the results. It looks like it keeps popping up in different places on my screen. So I keep losing where it so the results are, you know, the less than 20% of the time, over 50, 56%, and then 20 to 50% of your time, you know, 30, 34% of the folks here. That is a significant time duck. I think it's the, the technical term for it. So no. let's talk about what that you know. Time is money these days. So uh, let's let's go ahead and talk about the yeah, cost of it. So,
3: yeah, I mean, so you are know, right from the time you start filing an expense report, an employee, and it takes about twenty minutes for an employee to fill an expense report manually, to the time it gets approved and it goes to the finance team, gets re gets reconciled. On an average, it's about fifty eight dollars to cost. Is the cost of manually expense processing an expense report. And more than that, as we already see in the poll itself, you know, 30% of the time, an accountant's time is spent on manual reconciliation. And these are like, and this is data probably like a little old, but very much up there with what's going on even now. So how can we solve it? And you know, the one thing that we keep hearing about is how can we automate everything? Can we automate the manual processes? Can we automate receipt submission? And yes, you can. You can automate your receipt submission. You can automate the extraction of receipt fields. And most importantly, you don't need to store off receipts physically, which I'll come to later in the webinar, that you don't really need to store your receipts anymore if you're using the right tool. And on the other side, when you're closing books, you will be closing books faster. You will have pre-approval checks the system is matching the receipts to card transactions, and there'll be a two-way seamless integration. And that's what automation can do for you if you are trying to solve for expense management. So before you know, we get into expense management software, what are the solutions out there? So, I mean, one solution that I didn't even mention here and which a lot of people still use are spreadsheets. And I'm assuming a lot of people still do that. But on the tech side of things, the two main solutions out there one is a bank provided software, which is basically you can collect a receipt, you can match the transaction, but it's only offered by a select few banks. So, not all banks will give you that. There are no way to track all types of expenses. So, you might be able to track only card expenses. You can't set up approvals, you can't do real time policy checks because the drawback with the bank software is they are really legacy softwares. So the interface is not easy to use, the functionality is limited, and you will still not get real-time visibility into class because most banks, when it comes to especially small business and corporate credit cards, don't provide you the real-time feeds. I mean, we have paid, I mean that's one of the problems we faced when we were building file. And that's when we decided to build the tech to solve the problem of broken bank feeds, because banks would not give you access.
1: Yeah. And and another drawback is that, you know, from, from an accountant or bookkeeper's perspective, I have a client on Chase. I have a client on Wells Fargo. I've got a client using American Express. All of those things are different. And then, OK, where do I got to go to, you know, to do this? If I have if if they've given me access to the financial institution. Easy. Right. So it's 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 a. It's a you know, I mean going, going back to that swirly yeah, line, right? It's yeah. Just, a, it's a maddening, it's the, a maddening thing. So.
3: Yeah. And the funny thing there is, it's not real time even after they give you access. Right. It takes about 48 hours for the feed to hit you. Sometimes it can take up to 48 hours. The I mean, it still won't be instant. It's not like you're filing, you know, using the card and you're getting a expense statement. So you still need to wait for it. And at the end of the month, you'll still be reconciling manually because you'll still be matching it. And so to solve that problem, a lot of fintech solutions out there started issuing their own cards. Because, I mean, if you're issuing your own cards and you have the right software, it solves the problem. You could match the card transaction with receipts. You would get visibility into spend data. You would have the right accounting integrations, but you'd have to switch to their cards. Right. And that's the catch. That's that's the catch. And if we can move quickly to the next slide, Dan. Oh, sure. The main catch there, switching cards, does it work? I know a lot of people have switch cards, but what they call credit cards, are they really true credit? And they're not. Because in the fine print, you will see that you need to maintain a high cash balance. The credit cycle can be as less as one day, depending on your cash balance. Whoa. that's not <laughs> much of a
1: <laughs> credit cycle.
3: Oh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, we have there are terms like depending on you know how much your cash balance is, you will have to the short the lesser your cash balance, the shorter the repayment cycle. So it's not true credits, and businesses that use corporate credit cards to manage their cash flow take a big hit. So you know, it's good for I would say well-funded startups. Who have enough money lying in the bank. But for small businesses on the bid market who use credit as a cash flow management exercise, then, you know, on top of that, you lose all the rewards and the loyalty points you've accumulated so far because you're switching cards. There's no way to yeah, transfer trying to, them.
1: Trying to get somebody who loves their American Express card to, to switch just to solve for this solution, you know, is, is a, is a tough thing. Yeah.
3: And that will have a resistance to change. I mean, we anyways have problems when getting people to adopt a software. Imagine trying to adopt a new card. Right. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of interfiction and then there's expense management software where you have dedicated expense management platforms that will automate the expense tracking. They will collect receipts in real time, automatically consult card spend. Do you have, AI those CR and expense coding so that you don't have to manually code. And I saw that was the biggest challenge ever mentioned, that you don't want to manually code entries. And you allow for compliance checks, fraud detection and approvals at any customization level you want. That should be the eigen solution because it should not be that, oh, an approval came, but I'm probably not author- authorized to do this. So what do I do now? There should be that option that you have multi-tiered approvals. And you are able to get another approver, external or internal, to approve it. And you know, you want the you want your analytics and reporting because at the end of the day, if you are going to have a software, it should be able to help you manage the expense not only for now, but for the long run. You should be able to reduce your overheads. And you know, you might be wasting there must be wasted spend somewhere which you can probably manage. Like for one example. We have had a, we have had clients who have used it, use the analytics to go back to vendors and say, hey, we are spending a lot with you. Let's have a fresh deal. But if you don't have the data in one place, you would never know where you are spending the most. And obviously, our two-way accounting integrations because you do want all your data to be reflecting in your QuickBooks. At the same time, whatever changes you make in QuickBooks should be reflecting in your account. Expense management software to avoid for any errors in the future. Got it.
1: All right. So let's let's talk about those that are using an expense management software currently. So what are you using? Are you using Expensify, Divi, Concur? So those are those are that's the place or that's the the solution where where file is is kind of lining, correct? Is that you know, when you think of well, what is file? Where is it? Right? It'd be in it'd be in that 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 category, right? In the last Yep. And then there's the option of uh, the spreadsheets, or maybe I just rely on the bank feed, or or you know, or some t- tools that are already in inside of QuickBooks.
2: You know, and and while we're doing this question here, you know, I was thinking about this. File has come so far beyond just expense management. Oops. You know, it's just so much beyond that. When you look at all the capabilities that we have now versus just taking a picture of your receipt. I mean, there's just so much more and I can't wait for you to show that. But if you haven't looked at an expense management, you know, application or, or whatever lately, Way do you see what he's gonna share with you? I mean it's just light years it's, ahead of what it used to be. So it's what, it comes so far.
1: Michelle, what at what point does does an accountant bookkeeper, someone in the accounting profession want to like what, when do they start to step into, okay, well, I need something something else. Is it the size of the client? Is it the size of the firm? Is it uh is what, it the
2: It's really more, it's it's dependent upon the small business and how many expenses they have to keep track of. You know, for example, it it could be one person who's got a lot of travel expenses like myself, you know, when I was traveling a lot, when we were on the road and I had a lot of, you know, hotel, airline, meals, you know, if you've got somebody who's on the road and has a lot of expenses to keep track of. They're going to want an, an app like this. You know, they don't have to have a lot of employees or a lot of um, sales. They don't have to be huge. They have to have a lot of expenses to keep track of. So it's more about the volume of the activity that they need to track, not necessarily their size of sales revenue or the size of employees, just if they've got a lot of expenses and receipts that they need to be tracking, um, in my opinion, anyway.
1: Alex, that's a what good, do you
3: think? Uh, a good, uh, good. Yeah, good I mean, suggestion. I would, ag- I would agree with that. So, I mean, we have had customers who have just five users, and yeah, yeah, in fact, most of the small businesses start with that. They would start with probably let's say two or three cards, and as you keep scaling, you keep adopting that more. But I mean, and that's where you know the whole concept of. users users, like pricing came into place for us that and like you know you learn more about it as we go forward but the one thing that we do care about is that people should be able to easily solve for expense management they should not have to learn a new app again and that can it should solve for all use cases for example like if you're traveling and let's say if you're traveling for a particular project that should be able to help that, that, you know, you can file an expense into a particular project or a or a cost center. And when you do the integration with this, with QuickBooks, it should reflect in the same way. And that's one major piece we try to solve when we we're building files, that hey, we want to address all possible use cases.
1: All right, so let's talk about what to look for in in uh, in expense management solution.
3: Yeah yeah and' like the first point is my you know my favorite point and like then and later in the later during the course of this I'll show you how what I mean by ease of news but one thing that we really want everyone to look for when you're looking for a software some not even expense management any software is that it should be easy for both employees or the end user and the team that is managing the software which means you should be able Able to submit receipts in a few clicks from multiple places, not just, you know, learning a new app to do that. There should be real-time receipt connection, especially for your credit card spend. You should have an automated extraction and, you know, expense coding from both digital and physical receipts. And have the user-friendly mobile app that, you know, allows your receipt tracking, mileage tracking, approvals, and like I said earlier, you should have multiple ways to approve expenses because the more you scale your business, the complexity increases. You might need multi-tiered approvals, or you might need different types of approvals for different expenses. For example, what happens if it's an emergency expense and you violated a policy? You had surge pricing on the Uber, you're not allowed the transportation expense. You should be able to bill for those cases. You should have you should have the option right there in the app for the employee to declare, okay, why did he file that expense even though it was about the quality? Like, you know, it was violating a policy. So those things really matter. And then the second most important part is the card agnostic solution. You don't want to switch your cards. That's what most people I've met have told me. I was recently in San Diego at the Pirm Growth Forum and most accounting firms I met there, they kept, they kept the reason they kept coming to our booth is because they saw that you don't need to switch cards. We added right on a banner that we work on cards your clients have. You don't need to switch your cards. And like I said, you need to utilize the true credit. What's the point if you have a 10-day cycle? I mean, right. would you really want a credit card with 10 day cycles? And then you know you have your existing bank relationships which you don't want to lose. That is really important when it comes to small businesses and mid-bucket businesses because they have probably built it over the years. You switch cards, all of that is gone, and obviously keep the rewards. Just like you know, as you said, Dan, people really care about the reward points. A lot of people do, and they have collected those air miles and the rewards yeah. over years. Once, once
1: you've been in that American Express lounge at the airport, it's it's a, it's, it's not going to be, you know, easily re- removed from their from their travel experience.
3: Yeah. And then, you know, you want that real-time visibility into the spend data because at the end of the month, if you're getting a statement at the end of the month, you have probably forgotten about a lot of the expenses. And then you are again manually checking. Even though you're getting the bank feed, you're still doing a lot of manual activity. But if it was real-time and you had direct bank feeds, you don't have to do anything. You just have to verify the expense in real-time. Yeah. And, you know, Automated credit card reconciliation. You have your automated expense coding, gather reconciliation along with the card transactions, and then push it into accounting software. It should be as simple as that. It, there should not be an option where, I mean, in an ideal scenario, all software should work like that your expense data gets reflected into the accounting software in real time so that you don't have to later go to the accounting software and then keep editing your expense and your categories and your chart of accounts. Then it's not really automated. Exactly. So that's happening. Which is why you need my next point, two way accounting integrations. You need self-serve bidirectional integrations. And my focus there is on self-serve because if you can't set up your own integration easily with your accounting software, that basically means you need a managed service that'll only increase the price of the software. And if you're getting into an automation software you actually want it to be self-serve as much as possible because one thing that we have noticed is the dibs lower the self-serve capability the lower is the adoption people don't want to adopt a software which they can't understand easily because it's just too much time then and then you need training and then you need guides and tutorials and Certifications, and that should not be the case. You should not need a certification to learn a simple Excel management software. So it should be self-serve, bi-directional. You should have the ability to automatically map everything, including your chart of accounts, employees, projects, even custom fields. Because a lot of times you might create custom fields in QuickBooks. And if they don't reflect back in your Excel management software, the integration is not worth it. And then you know, coming to the finance and like, yeah, even if to export the expenses, you want to have a customizable format where you can export your reimbursable and credit card expenses right into your accounting software from the from the expense management side. So yeah. And then coming to the finance side of things, you want automated control and compliance. Because if you can't do a real-time policy check, you're going to spend a ton of time at the end of the month. Just figuring out which policies have been valid. But if you had a real-time check, you would be able to do that. And then you obviously need the support and implementation because even with the best of software, you will run into some bug. Or you might you might be facing difficulty with a certain piece of the path, piece of the software. So you need a good support team, quick implementation. And the third one, which is near zero learning curve for employees. Your employees should not have to learn a new app. They should be able to do this without almost zero learning curve. And that is what will help you increase your adoption rates.
1: And and that's one of the things I think that stands apart from, from file than, than, than other ones that are, that are out there is that, yeah, it's nice when, you know, an app, you know, does all these, does all these things, but there's a learning curve, right? It's like, okay, well. All right, everybody today we're using these cards, and we're using <laughs> and we're using this app to be able to submit your receipts when 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 I was having that initial conversation in the coffee line with with Bikrams, like it was it was it was just kind of like really you could just do this in text. This is amazing because i could i mean just envision you know the guys you know, going to Home Depot or whatever, you know, buying some job material with their card. And I could just see this playing out like, okay, everybody knows how to take a a low quality picture of their, of their dessert, right. And, and text it to somebody. I mean, I don't think there's anybody that does not know how to do that. You know, sending a picture via text. I mean, this is, you know, this, this pretty, that was, that was just like, why didn't somebody think about that sooner? Was, was just a, a, an amazing experience for me. So let's talk about let's talk about file. Right? Now there's starting to be some questions about what is file. You know what how does it work? What, is it, what does it what do
3: you to do? Sure. So I mean file since you know 30% of you said that you use an expense management app. So yes, file is an expense management software. The difference is that we work on any card that you have and we work with an everyday app. So, like Dan said, you don't need to learn a new app to submit your expenses. We work within app everyday applications like text messaging, Gmail, Outlook, Slack, Teams, email forwarding. We work out of those tools and you can submit and approve on the go. So we don't want people to learn a new software just because, you know. You want to make life simpler. What I want is what we actually, in fact, one thing that we have been quickly measuring is how many people don't use the file app <laughs> out of our customers, because that's a true story. You know, that's a true indicator of that people are using text, email, outlook to submit their expenses. And that means they are doing it on a more regular basis. In fact, for a lack of a better word, we don't want your employees to have discipline. We want them to do it on the go, wherever they want it to be. And that's one major differentiator that we are trying to build. And we are the only ones with the real-time integration with both Visa and MasterCard, which means most of the cards that you have and with Amex coming soon, we will cover almost all use cases where you swipe a card and you would get an instant notification to submit a receipt. And that's on the reimbursement flow that you know you could you have automatic policy checks. You can check for duplicates, frauds. You can directly reimburse your employee accounts using ACET for the reimbursable expenses. And we have the two-way sync with QuickBooks. And on the card reconciliation flow, because you get an instant notification, everything gets coded and matched in real time. You will not have to wait till end of the week or end of the month to do that. It's all real time. It reflects in the at both your card statement and your file dashboard in real time. Which means from an accountant side, the moment your employer or the filed an expense, uh, like swipe the card and they submitted the receipt via text, you see it in the file dashboard and it gets pushed into QuickBooks immediately.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah just, kind of out, to just
3: kind of point out the question that,
1: that came up uh, mm-hmm. because you, you did you did kind of slide in there Amex coming soon
0: mm-hmm. yes.
1: but it doesn't mean that it doesn't work with Amex it just means as we're it, talking about yeah. the real time access to to that notification is is that's coming soon and and we'll kind of get this. Uh, we un- still have Amex
3: Yeah, we still have bank peach from Amex but yeah, we don't have the text option yet
1: so let's, so let's kind of go into into that. Uh, oh, actually, you have another slide yeah, here. But I just wanted to
3: take two-way integration. A couple, yeah, the two-way integration, because, you know, for this audience, I wanted to just, just, you know, reiterate how powerful our two-way integration with QuickBooks is. A, it is no code. You will not have to do any coding or any manual effort. It's a self sub setup in 10 minutes. Within 10 minutes, you can automatically set up the whole thing with just a simple QuickBooks login. And file automatically exports your reimbursable expenses as checks, expenses, journal entries, or bills. You get to decide that when you are setting up the integration. And your credit card expenses as bills, credit card purchases, or debit card expenses, depending on which cards you're using. And all of this get, gets automatically exported. So when you're setting up the system, you won't have to do much. You just have to log in with your QuickBook, and you'll have to just map the right fields once for once, and it's done. And then if you can move to the next side quickly. Yep. Yeah. And like I said, automated sync of all dimensions, all your chart of accounts, categories, file imports, expense accounts by default, but you can also import other accounts. You get vendors as merchants. You get the projects, classes, departments. You get a real-time coding of all expense data against the chart of accounts. And file auto-syncs, the payment statuses for reimbursements if you pay via your own system. So... What I'm really trying to say is you don't really need to do anything manually. Right. So that that's that like R2 kind of automation looks like.
1: That's that scenario that, that Michelle was talking about with, you know, you set up your parent account and then all of the card holders as as part underneath that. And then the, the madness that ensues because the bank balance does not match the the individual card holders because you're making the payment out of the parent account or maybe a yep. sub account. That is just for payments. They'll never match, right? Because that—that's part of the maddening part. Part of you know connecting the bank the, with these card multiple card holders to the bank feed that and doesn't, doesn't exist at all, right? Because you're just you're yeah. just sending all the transactions to one to one account, and then when it comes time to to reconcile, easy peasy, right?
3: Yep, they already. I mean, they already reconcile like matched in real time. So all you are doing is just. Maybe do a quick verification. Yeah, let's May. quickly move on to. Oh. All right. Yeah, mean, so I'll uh, stop
1: sharing. Yep. I, I realized I was supposed to toss this over to you slides, yeah. thousands of yeah. slides ago. But let me stop sharing so that you can. That's all right. You can show your screen. Sorry about that.
3: That's all Sorry. right. So I'll quickly jump into, since you know, I've been talking about real time. I mean I don't have a credit card machine here to show you a swipe but we did record this to show you what happens when you swipe a credit card and you have fun. you get a real time notification on your phone you just click the receipt it, that's a poor and, and that's
1: a poor photo cool. because you got yeah you've got some, uh, it's, you've got the angle You've got, and
3: things. we have, yeah, we have the time to collect receipts that have reduced by forty eight percent. And look at the dashboard and file; the same expense shows up instantly. So there is one way when you are That's using phenomenal. your card. When you are using your card, everything happens instantly. The second option you have is, let's say you have a paper receipt, and you want to file it for an expense. Let me quickly minimize this. this. So this is my phone that you see, and there's a file app. All I need to do, as you can see, this was in my pocket, the receipt. Yep. It's and like you cool. said, Dan, you don't, want your, <laughs> you don't want your hands and you know things to show up. We have a crop option. You can just crop everything out. So that you don't, if let's say you're taking it on your car dashboard or anywhere where you're sitting, you could just crop out everything. And when you click finish. There you go.
1: I mean, that Welcome was, that was like instantaneously. Where, whereas normally it's like uh, with, with, with other solution providers, it's, uh, you know, Give us give us five minutes to process this. Yeah, this receipt. And you get the
3: category. And you've got the tax group, the merchant. Everything is self filled. And in the expense report side, if you notice this, it says automatic submission. So if you don't add it to a report, file has the option where you can automate your report submissions for your employees. That hey, if you don't submit an expense report by the first of the month, all your expenses will just get submitted on its own.
1: A question from the uh, from the chat: Where is file getting the data from? Is it the the merchant or the credit card or the actual receipt? In this
3: so we have a partnership with both Visa and Mastercard, so it comes directly from them. The card data, the issuing network, it comes directly from okay. the issuing network. Okay. So, we yeah, this, so file well, again? I just yeah. want to
0: step in on on this front, if I may. So the data about the transactions come from the card network. Data around coding is extracted by our AI engine from the receipt. And we do a three-way match between the transaction from the card network to the content of the receipt and match it with the chat accounts from books, which is also linked in real time at all times, right? So so we do a three-way match of that. And that's how... The automating automated coding works,
1: and those and those things. I thank you, promise. Vikram, for the for the uh, for the clarification. There is that is that something that you can do inside of file to, to help it learn learn the process or be be more explicit in the, in the
0: coding. Yes, over the years, our machine learning system has picked up the various combinations of vendors and merchants that are out there already and based on uh, the type of expenses as well. But there are rules that we can apply to train the system as we go along. So every time you make a change or every time you make a specific coding change, the system learns it over a time, And from the next time you're able to, the system takes over. Got it. Okay, so you're going to show us
1: these are these are yep. some of the things that are phenomenal about file again. Yeah, you know, so the, ma- the, the out of the box thing thinking that you guys have with regards to don't use our app, yeah. right? Use technology that you're already using fo- flows into your other integrations that you have with with things that that businesses are already already using. So here yep. you are in so,
3: Gmail. Yeah. So what I'm about to show is like this. The same thing we have for Outlook as well. So there's a Gmail plugin and let's say you made an expense and you got a digital receipt. With the Gmail plugin, all you need to do is click on add expense. Same thing as like with the file app. It automatically scans everything. There you go. So you get
1: the merchant all this is is a plug in inside of gmail yeah uh, to be able to to do that rather than you know go go yeah. into some some place else to to do this categorization or send it you know forward it to to, to a platform and then manage it there and yeah. all just write it right directly within the the, the technology then and, and, yeah. and applications that they're already using
3: yeah and when you click on add expense I've violated a code policy, limit of $25 per day. So I can type a reason. So let's say it was a client meeting. And I click on continue. So now when I go to the file side of things, this is what it looks like. You have the receipt. You have the date of spend, permanent mode. You even have the comment that I put to a client meeting. So, it comes with a complete audit train. So, if someone had to look at it from the finance team side, it has been flagged. The expense was created. And how long does this take to post into, post into QuickBooks? Uh, yeah, that about that. Give me a second. I didn't want to switch on, switch, switch out from this view right now. So who
1: lives, because, I guess, I guess the question I have is who lives in the app if you're if you're not needing to use the app a lot of time?
3: Yeah. So this is the expense. This is the spender dashboard is basically for the users and the employees if they still want to see what the reports look like or if, you know, if someone is meticulous about managing all the expenses and submitting the report on their own rather than anything auto, file-automated or letting the financing automate it. So for them, it will look like something like this, where they can see all their spends. You could either select all of them and add, you know, so submit, submit it for a report.
0: Malaysia from here again, sorry. Yes. So I think to answer your question, Dan, who lives in the app? Imagine this workflow, right? An employee walks into a cafe, swipes a card, purchases coffee, gets a text message in real, and takes a photograph of the receipt, responds to that message. and as far as the employee is concerned, they're done. That's all they need to do. It then goes to the verifier, which can be the bookkeeper or the accountant, who then locks into the application. Of course, we have a partner dashboard where you can manage multiple of your clients all at once, the verifier can then come into the application and check for whether the coding is all right, whether the chart of accounts has chosen properly or not, whether the employee is getting the requisite, you know, m- have made the requisite, you know, has put in the requisite comments or not, and so on and so forth. And then once they verify it, it then flows into QBO. So that's the workflow end-to-end. answers so your question now, Tom. Got it. So it's uh, the, whoever the verifier
1: is in the situation, you know, in the business chain of command, so to speak. But uh, but now my, my question to Nilesh is how long does this take, uh, you know, it goes into the dashboard. When does it show up into QuickBooks? Because there may be, you know, that may be somebody else in the whole chain of, you know, of, of command in this case, and for lack of a better word where how does when does it show up into quickbooks and does the attachment the receipt go along with the go along for the ride like where you know because i know some applications are like we want to be the source of truth and 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 your 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 document management as well what does what does that look like
3: yeah so it flows into quickbooks the receipt plus your I mean, all the information that you're gathering into it's a two-way sync, so everything flows into QuickBooks. Like Vikram said, once it gets once it gets approved from you. So it's right now it's an the one which I filed was an incomplete expense because it's just been filed as an expense. It's not been sent for submitted for a report. But with the card statement, it will still get matched. So the card statement is still flowing in real time. So,
0: yeah, so a... it really depends on the configuration, Dan. Yeah. We have options of scheduling the push or it can be done once a workflow is complete. Right. So both the options it. exist. It's all dependent on yeah. how you configure it and how you want to configure it for specific clients. Got it, Got it. And then
1: the, the question that that came up in, in the, in the Q and A. So what do you do with the bank feed at that point? In inside of QuickBooks, do you do you even need to connect the the credit card, you know, inside of QuickBooks, or is it really just not necessary? And what does that what does that look like uh, after that? You know, so once you in QuickBooks, you're gonna go into one account. You don't have this parent child shenanigans. It's just one account. What is it? You know, how does
0: that? What, what's next for inside of QuickBooks? Right. So you don't. Actually need to have the feed coming into QuickBooks at all because all the transactions, as long as the transactions are authorized by the bank and which, which happens to be all the time, we get the transaction because we write in authorization workflow for any of the cards through the networks directly, right? So you can be rest assured. This is, this is the single source of truth, even, even better than the QuickBooks feed that you would typically get from the banks. And this is not broken. And to that extent, you get a fully matched, ready to reconcile data from file into QPO with the images of the receipt as well. So there's no real reason for you to still have those feeds in. However, we do have customers who enable that into a different bank account. And there is no duplication taken care of the fact it does not create duplicates, duplicate entries in, in, in. So that's being taken care of. Done. All right. Anything else that you wanted to right. uh, demonstrate for us, Nilesh?
3: Just quickly wanted to show you the admin side of things, like what it would look if you were an admin or a approval. Got it. I'm gonna look at a task the last, list um,
1: the last poll while you're doing yep. that. About sure. you know, maybe learning more about file, because I know there's some questions about well, okay this is great but how much does it cost right that would be more of like setting up setting up a demonstration with with you directly so we can we can do that by opting in here
3: sure so yeah you if you're an account on the accountant side, if you're on the finance team side you get to see a task list which says how many unverified reports how many submitted reports What all do you need to do when you are, you know, starting your day with fine? Let's say you're doing it at the end of the month or at the end of the week and you want to close your books. you get everything in one single side. You can even send reminders if your employees have pending tasks. I mean, in this case, it it seems there are no pending tasks for Theresa Brown here, but if there were pending tasks, you could send reminders or even schedule reminders. So let's say you want to schedule a reminder on the 25th of every month to send it to everyone that, hey, file expense reports because closing time is coming. And then the next important part I want to show was the spend overview, which is basically what we talked about when we said you could get real-time data on how much spend is happening month-on-month or quarterly or yearly or weekly. And you could see it by the card. Merchants, categories, employees, departments, projects. This would really help you understand where your money is being spent most and what's the change like from the previous period, because that would help you manage spend much better for your clients and for your com- company itself. And you could further go into your analytics section and you could see the spend by categories, departments, projects, business units, cost centers. Who's violated a policy? Travel planning for hotels, for flights. So you know who's spending within seven days, above seven days for hotels, flights, and then which merchants are the most used. For example, Marriott eighty thousand dollars have been spent. You probably want to go to Marriott and negotiate a better deal for yourself.
2: Right,
3: and uh, right. just so we one... are a little bit, a little bit around oh, without... Yeah, with What else? Just one quick thing that I wanted to show, because without that, I think this would not be complete as the integration side. So, because you asked, how would it look in QuickBooks? So. Once you go to your QuickBooks setup inside file, you could go to your export log. and Okay, i am just have to probably get this, there's, there's a problem to demo account. Yeah, this is how it looks like inside QuickBooks.
1: Immediately has, or, you know, based on your Based on your settings, it'll push this. Yep. This transaction Mm -hmm. directly into, into the credit card account with lots of detail and the, you know, project. And so they can still run reports. Category description. Yep. If you're, if you're, if if you're running the reports out of QuickBooks, those are not going to be interrupted by, by this, this connection. There's your receipt. You can see the receipt. Awesome.
3: And the memo, like you know, it's a reimbursable expense by a particular user. So yeah. So like I we're, said, we're a
1: little we're a little bit over our 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 hour, but we just wanted to kind of just come in for a landing here. So you know, so this what this really does is it allows real time access to to expense expenses using the cards that people are already using with technology that they're already familiar with using. So. They don't have to change their cars. They don't have to change their uh, their 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 technology uh, workflows for for employees to submit expenses or just entering in expense transactions that with with company credit cards. Does that kind of summarize Nilesh, what we're what what
3: file does? I yes. Don't want
1: to speak for you, made... but I
3: think I <laughs> no, it does. It does summarize it. I mean that's what we do. We don't, we, we are trying to simplify it for everyone, be it for the end user, be it for their contents. And, you know, anyone who wants to, like, has any more questions, you know, reach out to Dan, reach out to me, reach out, or reach out to Vikram, and we'll be happy to help, happy, happy to show you around the platform itself. I mean, there's a lot more to it. I just wanted to show the key parts. So yeah, I be great speaking with everyone. All right.
1: On the, on the QB Power Hour website, we're going to have a landing page or file. There is a place to, to submit, you know, referrals. If you, if you just want to, you know, send something over the wall or directly to file, if you, you know, if you want a client to, you know, to to see a demonstration or whatnot, you can certainly do that right there on the QB Power Hour website. Michelle, any, uh, any closing thoughts?
2: I just think it's amazing. I hope you guys will check it out. I put the link in there. There is a great accounts portal as well if you have multiple clients using it. So I put the link to that in there. But check it out. It's pretty cool. All
1: right. Well, thanks for joining us. The Last Them File and Vikram, the voice from above.
2: Yes, <laughs> thank you. Um,
1: and and we'll, <laughs> we'll see you next
2: time. On scaling the... new height. Yeah, I look forward to right. seeing both of them in real life at Scaling New Heights.
3: Have a great day. We'll see you next time on on the show. QB Power Hour. Thank you so much.
1: We hope you enjoyed listening to the QB Power Hour podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to ask them in our Facebook group. You can find those resources and much more at qbpowerhour.com.